It's time for Mac Break Weekly. We are sealed in our soundproof booths and ready to do the show. Andy's here, Renee and Lori Gill. We're going to talk about how the virus is changing the way Apple works. Rumors about new Mac hardware and Apple software. And some movies you might want to watch. Looks like they're available sooner than we thought. It's all coming up next on Mac Break Weekly. Mac Break Weekly comes to you from Twit's LastPass Studios. Stay in control when it comes to your company's access points and authentication. LastPass makes enterprise-level security simple. Check out lastpass.com slash twit to learn more. Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This is Mac Break Weekly, episode 705, recorded Tuesday, March 17th, 2020. Disaster Tunity. This episode of Mac Break Weekly is brought to you by IT Pro TV. Get the most up-to-date IT training with IT Pro TV. Their video courses, virtual labs, and practice tests will give you everything you need to become a successful IT professional. Visit itpro.tv slash MacBreak for an additional 30% off for the lifetime of your active subscription. Use the code MacBreak30 at checkout. And by Cashfly. Give your users the seamless online experience they want. Power your site or app with Cashfly's CDN and be 30% faster than the competition. Learn more at twit.cashfly.com. And by Health IQ. Health IQ uses science and data to secure lower life insurance rates for healthy people like you. To see if you qualify, go to healthiq.com slash MacBreak and take the Health IQ quiz. It could help you save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. It's time for Mac Break Weekly, the show where we cover the latest news from Apple. And we have the team assembled. Lori Gill from iMore.com, where she's the managing editor. I have to tell you, though, Lori, I don't know if pink hair will protect you against the virus, <laughs> but it's worth well, a try. I'm, I'm staying more than six feet away from everybody in my in my life, except for one person who happens to sleep in the same bed with me. But, I mean, I'm not going to sleep six feet apart from him. So. No, of course not. <laughs> now, I just want to mention something to our team. There's a little arrow, right? Right over Lori's forehead. There you go. They moved it. <laughs> <laughs> little, a little uh, like mouse cursor right over that's there. My new, that's my new tattoo. I got a cursor <laughs> on my forehead. <laughs> oh, whoa. That would be very uh, meta. Very meta. That's a good idea. A little mouse pointer on your forehead. Uh, move your mouse. I can't. Also with us from imore.com and the host of the Vector video podcast, Renee Ritchie. Hi, Renee. I'm trying to figure out, do I need the grabby hand tattoo then, Leo? So it's like, it's to adjust my face. I'm not sure what cursor is That would be funny. Or a little, uh, you know what? I think just a little uh, hour, you know, a little face. Oh, uh, the watch face. Yeah, hourglass. Beach ball. Beach ball. Oh, beach, beach ball. Because there's nothing, nothing's resolving in there. <laughs> <laughs> if you only could get spinning tattoos. Oh. Yeah. And the Anako from uh, the she, the Bishi, the, the WGBH in Boston. It's only because. For 20 years, I said, from Chicago sometimes. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Some things are hardwired in and you need to do like a firmware update in order to replace it. Lori, if, if, I, if I hold down the option key, will I get two of you? That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, option key drag and you copy, Lori. That would be useful, actually. <laughs> that um, would be useful. 
The funny thing about uh, all of us is we're <laughs> we we all, all except for me, we all work from our own homes. We don't go out anyway. So this shelter in place order really hasn't affected uh, anybody that much. I'm guessing. Well, uh, it's it's affected it's affected me a little bit because like now everybody is on Twitter saying the saying saying the same sort of wise wise as comments that I usually say <laughs> because everybody else is like without without adult supervision. Now they the know what it's like. Yeah. Lives, so. <laughs> now they know what Andy's life has been like all these years. Also, I can't get pancakes. Dang it! I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna get pancakes on Sunday at the, at the diner that's really awesome up the street, and say, well, you know that that would be wrong. I, could, I should only do takeout. And then like a, what, the the human brain is weird because on Tuesday in the state they announced okay no dine in anywhere in the state until further notice. Wow. And it was it was a decision that I already made on Sunday. On Sunday it was like a smart decision. It's still a smart decision. But now the knowledge that I'm being forced to not do it. <laughs> like, oh, dang it! I wish I'd gotten those Can't pancakes. Can pancake like? Like, like everybody else in the Bay Area. <laughs> and for those of you watching a video, you probably noticed it looks a little different because I am not at the normal round table. I am uh, ensconced just a few feet away in my office, but my office is off limits to everybody. I keep it locked. And so it's uh, a safe zone for me. And then when I exit the office, I'm very careful. I scuttle to the car <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> there's, a, there's only a skeleton crew here uh, anyway. I think there's only four or five people uh, here we send almost everybody home. All our other hosts are going to be working from home, <clears throat> and uh, most of our producers. Uh, there's only a few, you know engineers have to come in. A few people have to come in, but uh, everybody else is home. So we are taking it seriously. I really want our staff to stay uh, healthy uh, as well. And you know, as as the oldest person on the staff, it's uh, also well, maybe it's me and John. It's also important <laughs> that we be protected from them. So, but just so. Error. Yeah, just so you know, we're we're uh, we're we're following along. I've got my, I've got my uh, my alcohol in my uh, my pocket. My hand wipes are here. Everything's here. Um, are you doing DIY like everybody else, or are you do you you have your own supply? I actually uh, the last time we flew, which was just geez, foolish me, a couple of weeks ago to St. Louis, we went to WWT uh, and do an event there. The airport had Purell, so I have this yeah. much Purell. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was just I was just talking about that to a friend of mine that like we go we, like over the years we go to all of these uh, all of these conferences and we either like buy buy hand sanitizer because we're going to the conference or because we're a speaker like they give us like in a goodie bag and now it's like if, if you go through old luggage you will find like a, like a half a dozen a dozen little balls of Purell and it's exactly like when you take out a jacket you haven't worn in a year and you find a twenty dollar bill in the pocket it's like hey wow look at this, this corner of this laptop bag that I got for free for speaking. Hey, look, two bottles of Purell. Score. Yeah. Uh, do we have to hoard bandwidth in case the world runs out? Do we have to like have a stockpile of bandwidth no. in our garage? There's plenty of toilet okay. paper, water, uh, bandwidth. Actually, there is a little <laughs> less bandwidth around here because yeah. a lot of people are working at home. Although it's interesting, I noticed that a lot of the uh, internet service providers suddenly say, oh, we'll lift the band caps, bandwidth caps for the time being, uh, which underscores the fact that they never really needed them. That the technology yeah. can handle it. It was well, AT and T went down maker. because so many people are still on the three G network, and they cut their three G network so much that the three oh. G network couldn't handle it. And people, some people, I guess, don't know that you can go and flip that switch to voice over LTE. Oh. So they're still trying to consume all the old. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, I think we're going to all, um, you know, there'll be some interesting lessons uh, from this, among other things. Uh, 
I think people have learning how to work from home. Schools are learning how to teach. I've wondered for a long time. Our son, who's in high school, has been in online learning for a while. So uh, it's no change for him. He works at he goes to school at home. He has teachers online. Uh, he did have some tutors come in, but they'll be online as well. So for him, this is really business as usual. And I think that I've always wondered why there aren't more online schools. It's uh, for, I think, you know, there's a disadvantage. You don't have that social element. We've in the past done things to, you know, give him a, a, a friends and stuff that he can hang out with. So he gets that social element. But I think that there, there's a lot of reasons why uh, online schools might not be a bad idea. I think we're going to learn a lot more about, I, I just feel like we're going to come out of this in a few months and, uh, and uh, it's going to be a different world. There used yeah, to be jokes, I, right? Like the person would say, oh, you went to Stanford with a B. Or is that an online school in Arizona? And then everyone would laugh and you know, try to go out to work. Online learning ain't bad, right? Yeah. Must oh, be hard I, I for teachers lot. who haven't done it before, especially. But Yeah. And we're, we're learning a lot. That now uh, movie studios are saying, well, what if we were to actually release movies like on demand day and date with the actual theatrical release? And they've tried to, They wanted to do that before. But all the movie theaters, of course, are saying, look, if you do if you announce that for any title, we are not going to be showing that title in our theaters because why would we help you cut uh, cut our noses off? But now they're like, OK, let's do this experiment because there are no theaters <laughs> in which we can show these movies. What if we, can we charge twenty dollars? Should we charge forty dollars? Can we charge extra for like a blockbuster movie or does it may even make any sense to do that so yeah you're right i think that at the end of this a lot of different industries are going to be using this as uh, an exp they're going to be taking a look at the data that they're seeing during this period to say well we didn't have the numbers to indicate what would happen if we tried this before but now that we have the numbers actually everybody was just as productive as they were before our cost of maintaining a facility went way down uh, and it was just a good experience for a lot of people if not all of them so yes let's try this yeah uh, incidentally, it's um, right? Twenty bucks for like uh, Invisible Man. Yeah. I think is what I saw this morning. Yeah. So I, I uh, love that universe, NBC Universal is uh, <laughs> making uh, lemonade out of this lemon and uh, releasing a lot of the movies that were going to come out in the big screen first direct to streaming. Uh, Trolls World Tour, <laughs> uh, Invisible Man, uh, The Hunt, which they had already pulled back once. It was going to come out last fall. And uh, they decided it was kind of maybe inappropriate uh, because it, it's all about uh, conservatives hunting liberals with guns, <laughs> trying to shoot them. <laughs> and uh, they, they, you know, in September, I don't remember, there have been so many of them, there was a mass shooting. And they said, eh, maybe we shouldn't release it now. So now it's released. Instead of, instead of challenging it in the theaters, although people have told me <clears throat> it's a very good movie. Um, I, I don't know if I want to watch it right now, but it is $20. We don't have any conservatives it. in Quebec. We lost them all in the quiet revolution. We only have liberals and socialists now, so we're in trouble. There'll be nobody left. Is it? Li I'm sorry. It's liberals hunting conservatives? Oh, all right. I didn't. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Um, it's hey, some, somebody, it's people some hunting human people. hunting some humans. Humans hunting other humans for silly yeah. reasons, yes. Yeah. Like the running man. Yeah, I mean, that's I a, have a question. There's a lot of movies like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do how do you feel about buying a movie you've never seen before? Mm. That's my question. Yeah. I do it all it's the just time. It's a rental, though, still. I don't it's think it's you get still, to buy it. It's a rental. It's still a rental. Yeah. yeah. For, for 20 bucks, you don't even own it? No, because no, your it's, ticket it's, price it's, is like 12 to $15, and they right. figure the whole family is going to watch it for 20 you have twenty. You have forty-eight hours to watch it. You have, uh, with, you know, yeah. uh, okay. I don't think even starts and stops are included. But yeah, no, that 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 is a big deal. 
because it's now it's like you've got more you got more skin of the you don't get you don't, the great thing about going to the movies is that you you're leaving the house and you're seeing uh, you're seeing it on something larger than a 60 inch screen you know although maybe you have it's great to have an audience of people in which you can actually slap them beside upside the head if they are making noise during the movie when you don't want them to so there are lots of lots of dynamics to this candy <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you have to make your own popcorn. Buy your own yeah, big gulp. Movie theaters offering uh, like DoorDash with their popcorn and hot dogs if you want it. Like they can't come to the movie theater, but they'll DoorDash you the food. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. Uh, yeah. Scooter X is reminding me, and I meant to mention this. I tweeted it uh, earlier. Glenn Fleischman, who's of course a longtime Tidbits contributor, Tidbits no longer publishes the Take Control books. They spun it out, but. Uh, he has a free take control book. Take control of working from home temporarily. So if you, uh, in fact, I'll, let me pull this up so I can show it. So if you are uh, stuck trying to figure this out, you know, we're we're lucky because we've been doing this for so long. We've we've figured it all out uh, ourselves. But um, uh, for those of you who are just trying to figure it out for the first time, take control of working from home temporarily. Can you see my? Uh, Screen, I don't know. Yeah, I guess you can. There it is on my screen. Take control of working from home temporarily. It's free. So if you need a little help, a number of people have reached out to me saying, hey, could you help us? We're trying to stream uh, religious services. We had uh, the local uh, Jewish temple, the Chabad in uh, Petaluma, had a 93-year-old Holocaust survivor coming to town on Thursday to do a, a talk. And, of course, they weren't allowed to have uh, an audience so they said, they called me and said, could you stream it? And we were going to stream it, but they, fortunately, the uh, the 93-year-old woman, uh, having survived the Nazis, has decided wisely not to risk the coronavirus. So mm. she's headed for home. Uh, but yeah, you know, so I think a lot of people are wondering, well, what are, very interested. What do you, how is it you do this thing that you do? <laughs> <laughs> we, we've, we've, we've developed a skill. Uh, a lot of people yeah. using Zoom. Um Hangouts Meet is now uh, free. Uh, the enterprise, some enterprise features, including meetings for 250 people. I think yeah. it's an interesting idea to have an office, just everybody in the office join a meet and have it on running all day. There's no time limit now either. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of these services are getting their first like oh my god stress test. I think wasn't it uh, Microsoft's uh, Microsoft Meet servers Teams. Teams, sorry uh, that that had problems initially, at least dealing with uh, dealing with the bandwidth, uh, but uh, the uh, 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 Metropolitan Opera is one of a lot of different opera houses and theater companies that are saying, "Okay, well, guess what? We're opening up our streaming libraries uh, for we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stream for free a different opera every night." Uh, so the first one was Carmen last night, and it did you watch that? Of course handle. you did. Uh, I, I I actually already subscribed to the on demand channel. Oh, okay. <laughs> so and and it is a wonderful production, but this is the first time they've had like tens and tens and tens of thousands of people streaming at the same time. So it's so it's kind of a good thing that they're learning how to learning what the limits of their systems are and how to improve them if necessary. Yeah. Um, John Legend just gave a concert uh, for St. Patrick's Day today. The Dropkick Murphys are doing a free concert. I know Chris Martin of Coldplay did a concert a couple of days ago. Uh, you mentioned the Met. Berlin Philharmonic is doing streaming concerts. I, in a way, it's and of course, there's always it's always a double edged sword when these horrible things happen. I remember 9/11, but it's always kind of to me reassuring to see how people pull together, yeah. and we're all to see the uh, Italians singing from their balconies is such. <laughs> isn't that amazing? Oh yeah, 
Yeah, we're trying to convince Sickburn to do a, a concert, but Laurie so far is is under Sickburn <laughs> in my balcony, baby. We, we've been talking about whether or not we could do something on our roof or something. <laughs> oh yeah, like the Beatles. Yeah, remember yeah. them. It was, yeah. it was funny. Patton Oswald was on his Instagram doing his comedy set from like <laughs> from like his front porch to the empty neighborhood. <laughs> so how's everybody doing? It's interesting because like Peloton oh, just announced Rivers, ninety days the... free for everybody. I don't free. know how their servers will. We'll keep up. I guess you don't have to have the Peloton hardware. You could just use it on your iPad and uh, yeah. and do your own X because they do other things besides bike. I have a Peloton yeah. bike. I've been using it a lot more. It's great. You want to exercise. You, you know, you yes. can sit in the house a long time. You want to get outside, take walks, uh, you know, and uh, exercise. Do some yoga, de-stress. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an opportunity. I think people are going to discover a lot of new tools and techniques. I'm looking at yeah. Microsoft Teams. And the number of problems reported in the last 24 hours, it is spiking a little bit. Uh, All of the UK cell providers went down this morning. Did they? It's gonna, yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, That's the last thing we can take right now because like, I'm isolated already. Don't take away my, my electricity. Yeah. I need my – yeah. That's the thing you worry about. Some uh, some big Apple news. Um, we had heard rumors that Apple might be – I think it was Apple Insider had this rumor. They they have a tipster. They might be releasing a new product uh, or two, the MacBook Air this week. Uh, they did that last year, I think. They had a, a series of press releases with new stuff. And then there was a leak uh, of the Chinese repair manual that showed four new iPads, iPad Pros, both 11 and 12.9 inches. Um that's got to be Wi-Fi and LTE. Yes, it was. Yeah. Do you think we'll see those this week? Because the other big story is that Apple has closed all its stores. Yeah, outside Greater so, China. Yeah. I think some of, some of it comes down to how how the um, the tipster, which I think it was actually Mac Rumors, they were the ones that had the oh, Mac um, rumors. tipster. Okay. Yeah. I think it comes down to how much, like when that person got that information compared to what's going on right now. Because I think... A month ago, somebody could say that, and I would say, "Yeah, that's going to happen." I will, I could see that happening. That makes sense. But right now, with so many things that have changed, and so many reasons why Apple wouldn't release a new product right now, um, that information might have been true when that a person originally received it, but may not be quite as true now. So, I don't know. Yeah, it that, there's a it. lot of things up in the air now. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good observation because it's, this this is one of the great things about not announcing anything before you're actually taking <laughs> yeah. orders for it because now Apple can simply decide that the money the the money for consumer products like this is not out there the people the where we keep telling people that the iPad is great for being out and on the, on the go and nobody's out and on the go China is still ramping up its manufacturing so if we decide to delay this until uh, until uh, for another couple of months not only will people now be kind of like less for actually being making big consumer purchases because they've been doing nothing for the past couple of months but they'll we'll also have a much much bigger backstock to deal with so yeah I, I would be I would be thinking that almost everybody who has the opportunity to not introduce a really expensive product that has nothing to do with like B, B days if you've got if you've got B days release them because you're gonna make you're gonna make real serious bank this month but otherwise I could see every company deciding let's see if we can actually delay this for a couple of months well, it's a, so know, I have a personal investment in this is that like just for me personally last year they did one product every week and that was fine that was great I mean we had to travel for most of them we wouldn't have to do that this year but that's a good pace two or three years ago they did like Monday Tuesday yeah Thursday day yeah and true. that was a lot like just yeah. to try to cover them <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> so I'm yeah. more of a fan of the weekly than daily. So, I mean, there's also a pro to this. If you've the, the con, obviously, is if every you know nobody's the Apple campus is shut down, all the stores except for China are shut down. There's probably I don't know what the tech support situation is. Maybe they're able to work from home, but there's definitely some stresses on the Apple team right now. On the other hand, it wouldn't be bad to have a new product that could generate some revenue. And the Apple online stores are going strong. True. So I mean, it's I don't We're know. Desperate for attention. Like we want, we just want things right now. And Apple has plenty of money. It's not like they can't, you know, just kind of roll along till could they get gets away better. with a preview like microsoft is doing did the xbox preview yesterday with a couple of youtubers and playstation is doing a live stream preview right. but i don't see apple doing like a technology preview for the new ipad or the new macbook i just see them doing okay it's available now you know who's busy mm -hmm. and he's not with us uh, right now and i think it's probably because he's so busy is alex Lindsay, who is his, his phone <laughs> yeah. is ringing off the hook from people saying, hey, uh, we're going to have to stream this conference or that conference. Apple has now announced this is another benefit of not pre-announcing. They didn't have to cancel WWDC because they never announced it. But they have announced that it will kick off in June with an all-new online format. A breakthrough <laughs> online format. A revolutionary new virtual. <laughs> the spontaneously, part of the, the innovation at Apple, the spontaneously occurred to them. Yeah, uh, And I do wonder if after all this, we, we might not go, you know, stop, forgo all of these meet space uh, meetings. Because it's so much more economical not to have to fly to... You know, uh, San Jose and... Uh, I like seeing humans, Leo. I and I can get to come yeah, and visit you when I have yeah. an excuse and to get to California. Yeah. I would argue that the, the cities would probably, you know, lobby to continue to have them because they get a lot of revenue throughout the entire oh, sure. city for oh, you know, sure. everybody who's going in to, you know, eat and go, stay at the hotels and use the transportation and stuff. So I, I don't think conferences are going to change. I know that that was something that was kind of being talked about before, especially when some of the earlier conventions had been um, postponed or they're going um, digital this year. Like maybe this is the new thing, but I don't think so. I think there's too many players that will make money off of continuing to have these conferences that they, they won't they won't make that transition, I don't think. Apple yeah, did say they're going to give a million dollars to local San Jose organizations to offset yeah. the revenue loss. You can imagine Which how Austin's great. hurting because yeah. South by Southwest. Yeah. That might I forget who said it, but someone said that might cover the open bar at the talk show. Yeah, a million a million <laughs> bucks. You know, it's not a lot of money. I, uh, yeah, but they're doing five, 15 million in overall donations, and they're oh, matching good. employees two to one, which is nice. Yeah. That, that's that's an important factor in all this, that how important it is for companies to deal with the hourly wage earners who are really going to get into the neck if they're just simply told, by the way, yeah. we're, we're closing down our facility. So good luck for the next couple of months. And these are the if you're if you're subsisting on an hourly wage, you also probably don't have a lot of access to health care and you're under a lot of stress and it's really you're a really really bad target group for for the virus so this this is why i i never uh, shaming an organization is never is never necessarily correct i think I mean, or it's, it's usually incorrect i think but this is why i hope that companies are feeling the pressure to say there are so many organizations that are finding a way to say at least until the end of april we will cover your hourly wages or we will cover if you're a server we will cover your whatever your hourly tips plus base wage would be it's, and people are looking askance at companies that say, good luck. 
Well, by the way, yeah. some, some companies are even firing uh, firing groups of people saying we will rehire people uh, when we yeah. decide to reopen up these restaurants, reopen these facilities, which is just – this is a, a, the, the Bugle podcast, which used to be run by John Oliver. Love uh, that show. Uh, and, you turned and, and, me on exactly. that. I love it. Uh, and Andy Zaltzman, they, he, I think it was John Oliver that came up with the term disaster tunity uh, about how certain <laughs> about how certain companies l- latch on to a disaster to make it a marketing opportunity. There's and a lot so of disaster tunities going on right now. <laughs> exactly. It's like if, if you, if the, 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 the guy the guy who was in that New York Times article standing in front of his 18,000 bottles of hand sanitizer, I would like CEOs who are also seeking this as a disaster tunity to also feel the amount of shame and <laughs> discomfort, let's say, that this person is here is. I, right I feel bad, of course, for any hourly worker. There's a lot of uh, restaurant workers and uh, hospitality industry workers who are just on, you know, out of work. Uh, they some of Apple's them going to cover off. them though. They said that in their, in their yeah. announcement. South by uh, the Austin Business Journal estimated the South by cancellation will cost three hundred fifty million dollars to the local wow. economy. I mean, it's a huge loss. Yeah. They've laid off, uh, I think, a third of their staff, and I think. Last Carson's telling me the last we heard it they they're uh, either contemplating or or planning bankruptcy. So it is. A- and this morning they announced car house car car phone warehouse is going to shut down, which is something like five hundred thirty yeah. stores. You're going to see a lot of restaurants shut down for good. You're going to see a lot of hotels shut down for good. There are a lot of companies wow. that were just kind of kind of going quarter by quarter that absolutely cannot deal with being shut down for even three weeks. Let let alone if it turns out to be until June. According to NBC News, Facebook is going to give each of its 45,000 employees $1,000 and six-month bonuses uh, to help them uh, through this uh, tough time. I think these big tech companies, who uh, clearly Apple can weather the storm, uh, it it is a little bit on their shoulders to do what they can to help their employees muddle through. But there's so many people... Including, by the way, our employees who work for small businesses that don't have those resources. Yeah. And uh, when business, you know, when a restaurant doesn't have any customers, yeah, it's tough to keep people employed. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned as I as I look out my window right now. The the really the the place across the street that serves those really incredible salads and has this really good soup that I've been sort of saying to myself that when they when the shutdown happens, I'm going to be going there at least once a day. They've mm-hmm. got a sign that says "Take care" with a big printed uh, "Thank you for your business" sign, mm-hmm. and I haven't I haven't been there yet to, to to read it, but I hope it means that we are shutting down for the duration of this emergency, but we'll be back. As opposed to we are shutting down, we were. Basically, this was going to be the quarter in which we t- we turned the corner, but it looks like we can't handle this. Yeah. So it's, it, you, your your neighborhood is going to start to feel the pinch uh, sooner yeah. than you think. So San Francisco Bay Area took stronger measures than any uh, anywhere else in the country. Although I don't think they'll be alone for very long, and they may not even. Be. New York sounds ready to join yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, but mm-hmm. it's been it's been hard hit. So seven counties in in our area: San Francisco, Marin, Santa Clara, San Mateo, Alameda, Contra Costa, and Santa Cruz counties are uh, issued on Monday shelter-in-place orders, basically saying for the next three weeks, employees should venture outside only for necessities or those who provide essential services uh, like public safety or uh, medicine or sanitation. Uh, by the way, I, I want to point out media is in those essential services. So, yeah. uh, But it hasn't happened in our county yet. But Santa Clara County, of course, is where the Apple campus is. So Apple has sent everybody home. There's um, yep. there's nobody uh, in the Apple campus except what would be essential at Apple? I don't know. You have to feel that Tim Cook's at work right now for some reason. I just feel like yeah. he is. You know? 
Well, he can probably lead by example. He sounds like he's been doing like everything around the clock with every team and being way more hands-on than he potentially really needed to be. So my right. guess is he's going to want to lead by example. But there are people who are doing just things for the products that are launching. Like Lori and I just got the Power Beats. They they were supposed to come out Wednesday, I think, and they came out Monday instead. And there's people who have to run that whole launch, even though it's you know it's a, they're going to be in Wait stores. And you're wearing them right now. Yeah. What's the st okay? Yeah. Let me take a break because what? <laughs> so there is a new product, and uh, Lori and uh, Renee are both wearing them. I mean, it's you know it's an incremental improvement, I would guess. But let's find out. We're going to take a break and come back. Lori uh, Gill uh, from imore.com, Renee Ritchie from Vector, Andy Anako from WGBH Boston, uh, Alex Lindsay. <laughs> I would say shine. He's got shiny new Sony headphones. Uh, <laughs> Alex Lindsay, I would say, has the day off, but I'm suspecting he's working harder than any of us right right now. Our show today brought to you by you know if you're looking for something to do during your downtime. Why not pick up some IT skills? If you're not in IT, it's a chance for you to get a new job in a very, very hot area. It's going to be hot for a long time to come. If you're already in IT, maybe up your game a little bit, get a better job or make some more money. IT Pro TV makes learning IT fun and easy. It makes it easy to finish those IT certs. Maybe you've been struggling studying for the exam, and it's a lot less expensive than one of those technical schools. It's even less expensive than buying a bunch of IT books. Students can learn quickly at their own pace when your time allows it. It's a great time to stay out of the classroom and take your courses with IT Pro TV. You do it online. You could do it on your computer, on your iPad. You could do it on your Roku, your Apple TV, Android, iOS. It's everywhere. You can start your day, you know, have some breakfast, Watch it on the big screen TV, hop in the car, listen to it uh, as you as you drive to, uh, well, not work now, whatever, wherever you're going, the grocery store. Uh, it's just awesome. Binge-worthy learning for IT professionals. And the content is always fresh because the IT world is constantly changing. They have six live studios. They run them Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. That, that gives them 4,000 on-demand hours of IT training and new stuff every single day. Day. You'll get the latest exam objectives. If they're new certs, they'll have them first. Updated software releases, redesigned interfaces, and more. If you're looking for the kind of the the certs that almost everybody needs, the CompTIA A plus, Network Plus, and Security Plus certs, you ought to know IT Pro TV is the official video training partner for CompTIA. They have twelve CompTIA on demand courses, including those big three certs. And you know, if you are an organization. I want to point this out, that has to cancel a conference or needs to start streaming content, IT Pro TV is there for you. Their facilities are state-of-the-art in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, they can take your conference online with general sessions, breakout sessions. They can have speakers uh, in their studio in Gainesville, but they can also do it as we do it remotely. They, I mean, I went over there when they opened that new studio a couple of years ago, and I was blown away. It is beautiful, and it is state-of-the-art. So whether you're studying IT or maybe you need a facility that'll help you keep your business going, see how IT Pro TV can work for you. Go to itpro.tv slash MacBreak. Use the code MacBreak30. You'll get 30% off. And by the way, that's not just for the first month or first year. That's as long as you stay active. 30% off gives you an amazingly good price. itpro.tv slash MacBreak. The offer code is MacBreak30. IT Pro TV. Build or expand your IT career 
and enjoy the journey. And by the way, we really thank IT Pro TV. Um, as, as we hit tough times, a lot of our advertisers are start, starting to back off, saying, ah, oh, we don't want to advertise. Um, so we really appreciate the advertisers that stick in there so that we can continue to pay our staff, keep the lights on, keep the shows going. I thank you, IT Pro TV. You're, you've always been a great partner. ITPro.tv slash MacBreak. You help us out by using that URL and the code MacBreak30. Help yourself out, too. All right, what are those new uh, those near earbuds you guys is wearing? Those look good. They look like the old Power Beats. What's different? So they are the old Power Beats. They're not the Power Beats Pro. They're the Power Beats Four. Although Apple's not using the number four, they're doing like the new Power Beats. Uh, but they have the H1 chip, so they it's an upgrade from the old W1 chip. I think that was in the previous generation, uh, and they're a little water resistant, and they've redesigned the cord. So that it's a rounder and they say uh, just better for humanity. But I, I think the sound is the same, but I'll defer to Lori on that because she actually knows what she's talking about. Not like me. <laughs> she's got golden ears, yeah, pink, they, they pink hair and golden have, ears. They have completely um, updated the sound for the Powerbeats 4. Uh, sorry, Renee. But um, basically the Powerbeats 4 have the same beamforming microphone, the same um, dynamic sound um, calibration that the Powerbeats Pro have. So in terms of sound quality, now I haven't literally tested between the two of them, but from the marketing information, your Powerbeats Pro is going to have the same sound. The, the Powerbeats 4 are gonna, is, has the same sound quality as the Powerbeats Pro, which is a significant upgrade in the sound quality over the previous Powerbeats and, and Beats headphones. So it's that's a big deal. It's a big bonus. Um, they also actually changed the design of the uh, the ear hooks and the the way that the um, the base of it. So um, it actually looks more like Powerbeats Pro, and there's a slight angle to the to the base. And the ear hook itself doesn't go up and around as high. It's more of a like streamlined, um, angled back version. And like Renee was saying, there's a, a rounded cord instead of a flat cord so that it doesn't stick to the back of your sweaty neck. So <laughs> those are the main differences. <laughs> they um, So how much are they? 149 Oh, they're less or expensive. One, $150. they are the yeah, AirPod Pro. Okay. $100 less, less expensive ex than the Powerbeats Pro. And um, $50 less expensive than the Powerbeats 3, which I think is really unusual. I'm not sure why they made that decision, but the Powerbeats 3 are $199 and Powerbeats 4 are $150. And they're so. completely wireless. They're Bluetooth. They are completely. Yeah, well, not, you have a wire behind your neck, wireless. though. The sweaty neck. Yeah. 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 So they're, that's, they're like Miracle Max. They're mostly wireless, which means they're still <laughs> partially wired. You know, we had Marquez Brownlee on um, on uh, Twit on Sunday, and uh, I asked him, well, so you're using the Mac Pro? Mac Pros, he said. I said, you're using Mac Pros? How many Mac Pros, Pros do you have? <laughs> Four Mac Pros. Wow. It's a different world. I was watching his studio tour, and he goes by, like, a bunch of red cameras. Like, one red camera is permanently set up on the robot. One red camera is on the overhead. One red camera. I <laughs> have a to think universe. he's getting those. I don't think Apple would give him free Mac Pros, but I have to think. No, he said he bought them. Yeah, I think the Reds he might be getting a deal on. Let's put it that way. But Leo, like I've realized, like I see Marquez's studio or I see like Peter McKinnon's new studio and it's like one thing. And then I see like what Alex is doing with, with Pixar and ILM and it's it's like billion dollar stuff instead of million dollar stuff. And I just have to keep And then you see what game. we're doing. <laughs> you go, how much a nickel on the dollar, huh? 
Like so, remember those LCD backgrounds where they were just for the Mandalorian? And I'm like, there's, there's, you can just never spend enough money. There's always oh, more yeah. money to spend. No, and I, I really like what Mark has said. He's because I asked him, well, you don't do daily. He said, well, we decided, to go, and it's his tagline. We decided to go for quality. And so yeah. the amount of effort we put into every video, we could only do two a week. We couldn't do five a week. So he is putting, he, he's decided to spend the money, <laughs> a lot of money, uh, to, and I don't think they're, by the way, they're not bottom of the line Mac Pros. They're, no. They're, I think he said mid-range. Uh, he's spending a lot of money, but that's, A, he's making a lot of money, and that's the standard that he's set for his stuff. So, I, you know, I was pretty impressed. And the thing I love about him is he's never content. He's always trying to yeah. do better. Like, he has the robot. Because there's a lot of YouTubers who got super famous super early and have basically made the exact same video for the last 10 years. Like, they put out, like, maybe three a year and just do the exact right. same video. Right. And then there are others who, like, they've been doing it for 10 years, and they are still pushing it every day, and he feels like that's what he wants to do. Yeah. I asked him, when are you moving in with Logan Paul? Because I think you really guys, uh, you got to do a collab. What do they call him? Col collab? I don't know. Yeah, collabs. Col what, col <laughs> what the kids call him. I asked him about smashing the red button and stuff, too. I want to get some tips from him. He's only got <laughs> 10 and a half million followers yeah. and subscribers. So when the stores are closed, you might say, well, am I going to be able to get repairs? Did you read the... Uh, what, sort of. Sort, sort of. of? No. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> sort of no. <laughs> it's kind. It's kind of like you have to. Uh, you have to sneak in, and uh, but you like you could go to the store if you have, if you have a product that you had repaired. You can go to the store. I don't know what they're like. Open the door, throw it out at you, and close it. Or I don't know. But it's it's well. Not actually, the the information said if you go on the fifteenth or the sixteenth. I think it was very specific that they were saying. As of yesterday, right. you can't pick up late. your devices just by going into the store right. that there's going to be. My guess is that they'll probably ship it to you, um, something like that. You just won't be able to walk into the store to pick it up. But how are you going to bring it in if you, you need repair? That, well, then they they talk about um, alternate methods of repair. Uh, so they're gonna they're gonna try to do some kind of. Um, my guess when they meant by that is um, try to do some remote helping for you, like. Um, uh, talking on the phone, maybe accessing your wow. desktop or your wow. or your phone or something like that in order to try to help you troubleshoot it right there at home. Because a lot of times when people have something wrong with their phone, it's just a little thing, a setting they didn't know about, or maybe they need to restart it or, you know, some, a lot of times it's something that can easily be fixed. Um, it's just that we're scared of our technology. So we don't want to do it ourselves. Right. And if we have somebody over the phone explaining how to do it, then we can kind of walk through that. And then I, I my guess is if, if you've been taken through all the steps of try to set like self-diagnosing and figuring it out through a remote conversation and you still can't figure it out, or if it's something like a broken screen or something like that, then Apple will have you ship it to somewhere. It'll just take a lot longer. You won't be able to just get it done that day or get it done within a day or two because you'll have to add the, the time of shipping it out. That's my guess is the way that'll work for now is um, you just won't, you can't walk into an Apple store and get a repair because they're closed. So they're going to probably try alternate methods like remotely helping you or having you ship it if there's no way they can help you remotely. 
Yeah, and they're also helping to uh, helping authorize service providers to stay open uh, by authorizing. Uh, their Mac Rumors got a got a memo, got a hold of a memo that says that uh, they'll they're going to be receiving maximum payouts for qualifying product repairs during March and April, regardless of the shop's monthly performance metrics, to make sure that these. Uh, these facilities can stay open and keep working uh, during uh, while the Apple stores are closed. Tim Cook and Eddie Q went to a party, the 60th birthday party for the CEO of uh, Universal Music Group, Lucien <laughs> Grange. Then he said, I have the virus. It's not known if Cook or Q have been tested or if they got sick or or what but uh, they were they were all at a party with uh, Grange Grange is currently receiving treatment at the UCLA Medical Center I don't I don't know how ill he is but uh that's a little scary. That's but that's that's yeah. something we're all going to hear, you know. Pa pause for, yeah. pause for thought definitely. Positive. Yeah. 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 I don't think either of them are in like the most vulnerable target group, and they all and they have they they have excellent uh, healthcare options available to them. But I, my when I read about that, I wasn't so much worried about their health because I'm sure they're going to be perfectly fine. I was worried about what analysts and what's uh, what the stock market is going to think that ooh, but what if this one guy that we have uh, that we have told ourselves is the is solely responsible for the success of Apple were to be out of the picture for a year or forever, what would happen then when neither of those things is really, <laughs> really true or really a problem? It's just really uncertainty is the biggest, uh, the, the biggest uh, uh, leverageable factor in all of this. It's not the disaster that could possibly happen. Uh, we'll probably ride this out just fine, most uh, most of us. But uh, it's the uncertainty of not being able to plan for what the what the market and what the world is going to look like in uh, six months from now. I mean, no, nobody could have predicted uh, all the all the industries that would boy march madness there's nothing that could possibly cancel march madness there will always be yeah. foot there will always be baseball there will always be we can absolutely we're going to make sure we pre-order all kinds of uh, all kinds of liquor all kinds of business stuff we're going to need to support all the people who are coming in and poof it's gone apple stock currently uh, coming back a little bit as the as much of the stock market is today but it is it's off from its a it's a 52 week high of 327 bucks a share it's down to 254 do you think maybe you should have just bought some while uh, <laughs> while it's while, low yeah, it's not like apple's going to stay down there right yeah right maybe and I, I was wondering i haven't looked into it but i wonder if apple's been thinking about buying themselves back a little bit because they they can buy themselves Big back at a, at, yeah. at a pretty good bargain yeah yeah they've been doing that watching all the shorts long. talk about it it's been crazy like oh can we keep shorting can we keep shorting now can we keep shorting yeah. now oh man just, just race know, that train race that train it buddy it feels like speculating on suffering i just uh, yes yeah. yeah speaking of suffering if you're an apple tv plus executive your <laughs> your head uh. is actually all of hollywood is basically shut down um, yeah. yeah, but Apple was shooting uh, in Ireland for their uh, their foundation uh, show, the one yeah. based on the great Isaac, the classic Isaac Asimov. Um, they're shutting that down. You had the story, I think Oliver did. Um, and a bunch mm -hmm. of the shows have just ended. Like if they had twenty two or twenty one episode orders, and they were at episode nineteen or twenty, they just shut down. No kidding. You just said that's it. It's over. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Uma Thurman's show Suspicion has been halted. Fear is a mind killer, Leo. Yeah. <laughs> you, was it you who showed me the hand washing chart with that, uh, or was that somebody else? No. There's might have been somebody. There's so many of them, though. There, I think yeah. we showed it on uh, a Twig last Wednesday. Yeah, because there's actually a great site where you can take any song lyric and put it to hand washing yes. chart. But somebody took the fear, <laughs> the litany of fear, and uh, put it to a hand washing. 
That's okay. If you want to say it over and over again, it's good. It's, uh, it gives you gives you just the right timing. Um, Apple is also uh, helping out a little bit by offering a movie sale on uh, your uh, iTunes store. Many uh, bundles from ten dollars. Movies starting at a dollar. Rentals. Um, Batman. You can get all four of the more recent Batmans for twenty bucks. The Three Hobbits, $20. Lord of the Ring Trilogy for $30. $20. I think this is a time to get that Clint Eastwood Dirty Harry five-film bundle <laughs> yes. you've been wanting yep. for a mere $4. There were a bunch of people saying that Disney and Amazon and Netflix and Apple should just turn everybody on for free. But there's, there's a huge amount of cost in the bandwidth and the CDN and just capacity. Yeah. And also, they don't own this stuff. They own very right. limited streaming rights to this stuff. So it's always easy to say, well, like Netflix should – and Netflix is barely solvent. Like that's one of the companies that you can legitimately worry about because they don't have ancillary businesses like Apple does to defray the cost of doing all the streaming. So it's – I saw a bunch of people just over and over again saying just make it all free and that's – that's really hard because nothing's free. Somebody pays, and a lot of those services are already stretched really thin. I wouldn't be surprised like, if this is Apple's cost, right? Because they still have to pay the studios. I bet you Apple's yeah, not Yeah, they're licensing a lot the shows of, from the studios. They don't have yeah. their own studio yet. Yeah, go ahead, Laurie. I'm sorry. And I, I mean, I, so why why should companies, media companies, for example, just give everything away for free? If if the idea is that we will stay home. And do you know be good citizens and not go out if if everybody gives us free entertainment, uh, you know that to me is just sort of a, it's that doesn't work. You know, like yeah. the these the, we're all there's all these companies that need to continue to exist and do what they're doing, and just because I have to stay home, I am somehow like deserving of free things that it's your company's job to you know be a responsible citizen to society. And, the, and that means you need to give me all of the stuff for free. That doesn't make any sense. Grocery stores aren't giving away groceries for free. And, you know, hospitals aren't giving away health care for free. Or I guess insurance companies aren't giving away health care for free. They're, you know, it's, it's a little silly to just say, well, they should just give it all away for free. They're doing what they can. They're giving yeah. us discounts. They're putting out movies that are available in theaters. They're putting them out as digital for us to watch. They're doing a lot to try to help us stay home. But that's asking too much, I think, to ask a company to just give everything away. That's too yeah. much. And that's and that's that's the responsibility, I think, of state government to at some point say, OK, guess what? We tried just simply saying uh, we, we tried just giving you advisories and that didn't work. And then we tried saying, OK, well, now you can't actually go and eat in restaurants and hang out in bars. You only do takeout. And you also and now thousands and thousands of you are just going to the beach. Guess what? We're now we're doing it. We're now doing a quarantine in place order where anybody who is like out on the streets, we will at least be asking you pointed questions about why you are at this why you're at this beach and why you're at this park and why you're walking around this place. It's, it's uh, unfortunately, the people don't respond to the lure of, hey, look, you can get the marvelous Mrs. Maisel for free uh, if you stay home and watch it. They respond to the governor, <laughs> a governor that you respect, <laughs> backed by actual health, health, uh, health, uh, health professionals who are saying this is the situation that we are ordering all movie theaters closed. We are ordering all public gatherings of greater than 25 people to not happen anymore, to be canceled. Uh, that's the only thing that people respond to. So this is the responsibility of government to have to do the things that are going to make them maybe very, very unpopular for a little while. It's 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 very difficult. But Lori Gill. 
If we could convince Nintendo to push up the release of Animal Crossing. Oh, don't Crossing. think I wasn't thinking about that. I would love for them to push it up. You wouldn't be averse to that. I still pay full price for it. Just give it to me four days early. Come on, it's coming out so soon. They released Star Wars early. They, put, yeah. sorry, they released the last Star Wars movie early. Frozen and two, and yep. Frozen 2. Yeah. 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 Give me my Animal Crossing and I will stay home, I promise. And New Jersey has a curfew, so at least you'll have something to do. Are you in New mm -hmm. Jersey now? No, I'm just saying, like, you know, for, for the people in general. Oh, yeah, curfew is they, wild. I mean, that's, I don't even understand the point of a curfew. I saw Marquez's tweet where he's like, or his Instagram, where he's like, I try to finish this edit before I have to get home and the curfew starts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, he's in Hoboken. Crazy. Yeah. Um, they, oh, the one thing I was going to add is Apple said that if you are struggling and you don't think you can make your March uh, Apple Card payment, you can ping them through nice. messages and they will give you the – they will not take the payment and they will not charge you interest for the month of March. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and yeah. like Mint Mobile is uh, is offering free unlimited data to their customers through April 14th. Sponsor. Nice. So, thank you, Ryan. Yeah, so there's, <laughs> there's lots of – yeah, thank you, Ryan Reynolds. There's lots of companies out there that are trying. They're doing some things to try to help mitigate our costs of not being able to get paid if we have to take time off or, uh, you know, just keep us at home, all that kind of stuff. So there's there's companies out there that are really trying without having to just literally give everything away for free. There's plenty of ways. And, you know, honestly, if you're a landlord, to evict somebody at this, you know, mm -hmm. in, in this would be insane. It'd just be cold hearted. I understand, you you know, that's your revenue, too. That's your money. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I feel like uh, this is an opportunity for us all to step up. Uh, let's take a little break and uh, then some good news, some bad news from app for Apple, but some good news. Good news for us. I don't know. It's hard. <laughs> More bad news for Apple. <clears throat> but first, a word from uh, Cashfly, who actually quite literally brings you this show. When you download any Twitch show, audio or video, whether you subscribe in a podcast client or you download it from our website, you're getting it from Cashfly, our CDN, our content delivery network. They've been doing it since 1999. They saved our bacon. Back in 2000, I think, seven or eight, when we were desperate, we said, what are we going to do? We can't figure out how to get people the, sh the shows they want to listen to in a timely fashion. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a welcome call when Cashlight called and said, we can help. Now, there's something even better. They've just started offering 100% cash, cash shield. This is cool. A drastic reduction in your data transfer fees with Amazon's S3 and other cloud storage origins by increasing your cash hit ratio to 100%. Consumers expect 4K content delivered instantly anytime on any device anywhere in the world. If you're in the business of delivering content, whether it's a podcast, a movie, an app, a website, you need to get your Act together. Get that web page loading or that video without buffering or your games downloading faster. That's what customers expect. But you can't do that when your cached items are being evicted for large one-off requests costing you a fortune in data transfer out fees. That's where 100% Cash Shield comes in. Cashfly's guaranteed availability. Now there's a simple way to avoid this. It's next-generation content delivery for you today and tomorrow. It's dedicated storage just for you. 
You can keep your data and content closer to your customers without the traffic of other companies. You can purchase as much space as you need, and your data will be fetched right from the 100% cash shield source rather than from your origin. Shielding reduces your origin spend by thousands a month, guaranteeing no cash misses. It also, of course, improves your download speed. No buffering, no waiting. It's there. And they give you guaranteed availability with the highest quality of service because they have servers all over the world. You can easily and reliably scale your video streaming to reach a global audience of any size, get hyper-fast download speeds, low latency, and a scalable solution for gaming. And I have to tell you, we've been on CashFly for more than 10 years. Petabytes of data every single month go through CashFly. Not one hiccup. Not one. If, there, if there's a problem, it's our something we did wrong. It's never on CashFly. No 3 o'clock calls. The servers are down. Nothing. It's amazing. And do they save us money? They sure do. CashFly's global throughput performance dominance ensures any cash misses are delivered five times faster than from the origins you're using. Right now, you could find out how much CashFly could save you, what 100% cash shield would mean to you, a detailed analysis of your CDN bill, your usage trends. They smooth it out. No peaks. No valley, so you always pay. You know what you're going to pay. There's no surprises. See if you're overpaying 20% or more for CDN. Learn more at twit.cashfly.com. Twit.cashfly.com. Thank you, Cashfly. We couldn't do it without you. Twit.cashfly.com. So supposedly, today was the day I wore my green Irish hat <laughs> because iOS 13.4 was supposed to come out today. I've been refreshing a lot. Apparently not. <laughs> it would have been 1 p.m. <laughs> oh, it would have been 10 a.m. for you. It would have been by now. It's, yeah. yeah. They do. That is, tends to be, right? 10 a.m. on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um, what happened? That wasn't true. I don't, it wasn't true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There you go. If you're running the iOS beta and you try to connect to the... Um, to the to the power beats, it says you need to update to the final version. Oh. Yeah, the old version is fine, oh. but these are sounds like these were anticipating that. So maybe the I would much rather if there was any little like last minute issue, they take a day to fix that, then release it, and then have to pull it, and then have to put out something else. Yeah, don't rush. Yeah, no point in rushing. Yeah, I wonder maybe if somebody's watching knows are Apple engineers working out of their house? Is that hard to do? Um, I've worked for a long time with off-site developers. In fact, our developer now is Patrick's uh, at home in uh, Massachusetts. I'm, I'm just wondering. Um, I have a feeling there's an issue with, um, I'm sure that Apple has proprietary software that, you know, you can't just access from your home computer. Maybe that you that's need some right. Kind of yeah. VPN yeah. Um, hooked up. And though I'm sure that they can implement that, that, it, that might be a process of getting that implemented onto a computer that somebody can take home. So, and, or it may even be location-based that they can't, you know, it, you have to be like with on, within the campus. That would be sensible. The VPN. Yep. Yeah. Cause they're, you know, they've got a lot of secrecy. So, uh, but then again, because of what's going on, this might, you know, Apple might've made some changes to allow for, um, you know, developers to be able to work from home or engineers to be able to work from, from home because they are all essential, but they don't all have to be on a campus except for that Apple needs that privacy and security. So if there's a way that they can expand out that privacy and security and allow the employees to work from home, that would be good. I don't know that they are doing that, though. They might be like, well, we need you guys to stay here because it's we need that privacy and security. I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I was going to say YouTube uh, sent out an alert to all of its uh, contributors saying that hey we, we can't have we can't have uh, our usual outside contractors screening uh, screening videos because of again security it has to be done in a facility where they know exactly what's going to be happening to this content and so as a result they're warning them that we're going to be relying mo way 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 more on automated algorithms so they expect a lot of videos to get blanked for for unnecessarily and so be sure to let us know if we if we flag your 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 video for content that is actually not actually there well they're also some of their content is horrific and they just don't want it they don't want like the employees don't want to have it in their house with their families like it's really psychologically damaging stuff but the apple thing is 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 really going to be hard for a lot of the engineers who have to deal with apple's um, systems because they are not designed to they're they are by design not not meant to work from the outside so it's gonna yeah. it's gonna be interesting to see how they cope with that yeah there was an article in the wall street journal i guess i didn't realize this but tim cook told uh some employees as as early as march 6th 11 days ago to work from home as necessary uh the journal reported they'd interviewed some of these that, that they've been having challenges slow download speeds because you know it's not as yeah. fast as the apple campus but more, mostly Apple's own uh, security infrastructure, which is built to keep outsiders from breaking in, uh, requires in some cases employees still have to go to the office because uh, – well, there were old stories about employees like just driving into the parking lot, trying to not have to go into their office to, to take their DevFuse device and install the latest internal build on it. And then you're mm -hmm. trying to desperately hoping that the internal Wi-Fi would reach them and the VPN would connect and, yeah, yeah. and the phone would update. This article is from uh, March 14th in the Wall Street Journal. Silicon Valley was first to send workers home. It's been messy. What happens when nearly one million tech employees work from home? I could tell you, you could tell people are working from home. The traffic was has been really, it, normally the Bay Area traffic is a nightmare. It's the been New York easy, streets were mostly easy. empty, which was bizarre to see too. Yeah. Um, in recent days, software developers sent home by Apple chief executive Tim Cook have complained of slow download speeds and mounting confusion, the journal writes, over still evolving new internal rules about what work they're allowed to perform. Some workers can't access crucial internal systems from home due to strict security policies. Uh, Google has the same problem. Uh, they told uh, their 119,000 Bay Area employees to put in work from home kits of monitors, cables, and other technological must-haves put in for to get them, you know, hey, and of course they would provide them, but they've been having a hard time getting them. Facebook recommending employees stay home when feasible, nevertheless required a large block of staffers to remain at the office to press on with certain work like policing videos or images. This is much like the YouTube problem. Yeah. Deemed Because their stuff is horrific as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. can you imagine? Um, yeah. So it's funny because here we are on the cutting edge of work from home and technology. <laughs> and ironically, they're, they're maybe having hard, more time, uh, more difficult time than others. But you, you built that, you built your office so that you could do everything, right, Leo? Like, like going back to the old radio show? Um, yeah. So we actually at Twit, yeah, we're in pretty good shape. Th partly also because of the fires, because I don't know if you remember, but oh, a, a couple of yeah. months ago with the fires... Our power was out, and that was a little bit of a crisis. And I said, uh, I asked uh, our chief engineer. I tasked Russell with the challenge of how could we have the editors work from home because we have lot, we have terabytes of assets, you know, graphics yeah. and stuff that are are here. So we've been since the fires moving stuff to the cloud, 
And we do have, at this time, some editors are actually uh, doing their job at home, but mostly they're remoting into their edit machines here. That's, yeah. you know, that's the easiest way to do it. So we aren't yet capable of just completely like turning the studio off and continuing to work. But we've talked about ways that I could bring a switcher package home and, and, and you know, we, we want to make a portable package that I could carry with me anywhere if my power's at home as well. But right now we're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I mean, a few people, most of the people came in came in because they insisted on it. Because, <laughs> and that's I think a problem in all these companies. It's just easier. I mean, I'm here. Uh, I I yeah. feel like I'm I'm here, and it's as safe here as it would be at home. And it sure is a lot easier. We got all the equipment and gear here. I don't have to make my bed like you guys. There was do. that meme, uh, that meme on Reddit where they had the uh, video the video production person sitting behind a computer. It said normal, and then it said coronavirus. Exact same video editor sitting yeah. behind the exact same editing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, difference. no difference. No difference. Um, Lisa came in. She didn't have to, but she, you know, she's. I think she's like the captain has to go down with the ship kind of thing. Oh. <laughs> she's dressed in a high, like like on the Titanic. She's on a high silk hat and a yeah. white tie. Like we shall go down as gentle people. As gentlemen, yeah. We've got the orchestra playing near my god to thee right now. Uh, so anyway, so she could just walk over and play musical chairs with the monitors, and we wouldn't be able to stop her. She could just swap me and Andy. And she could. Me and There's no one yeah. to stop her messing with it. <laughs> The studio. We're just ghosts floating in our little TV boxes. <laughs> can I, can yeah, I, can I, I think say that? our remotes. Uh, our remotes are not six six feet away from each other. I don't so, know. You know. I don't know how you guys have done this for so long. I I feel <laughs> I feel so trapped. Like <laughs> it it just seems it's just so weird knowing that you're in the building, but I've seen the standard like four shot yes. of the studio, and your head is where it's always should be, but it's inside a monitor. That just sort of like put a little chill through my spine that this is <laughs> I was kind of hoping they'd put the monitor in the Dr. Evil chair. I really was hoping for that. Tilted. <laughs> like take a picture of the background and just green screen yourself behind it so it will sort of like blend in. Well, as far as I know, I'm not in a green screen right now. Actually, I could that be could anywhere. Be an Alex Lindsay rendering. We would have no way of knowing. No way of knowing. You'd have no, <laughs> no way of knowing. Yeah. Um, that's why we put this big clock here with a date and time. Actually, we do that because the <laughs> chat room insists on it. So if you've been hoping that Apple would, I have been, put up a streaming music service a la Spotify and, uh, and um, Amazon and, and Google, um, here's some evidence they may not be planning on that. The report in Financial Times that Apple Music has signed its new deals with Sony, Warner, and Universal Music Group, the big three, to continue to offer those labels, artists, uh, work on Apple's service for years to come. Taylor Swift, Kendrick Lamar, Blake Shelton, Mariah Carey. But, according to the Financial Times, the new deals do not include an economic agreement to bundle Apple Music with the company's television service. So... I mean, there's a streaming service in in the sense. I guess there is a Spotify style streaming service. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But um, but a uh, um, there's a, no Amazon Prime a style bundled. Bundle. A bundled. Yeah, a bundled that's what I'm. Service, that's right. I, I misspoke. I apologize. Apple Plus. Apple Apple Music Plus to go along with. We had thought when they, we heard, first thought that they were going to do the TV thing, and we thought maybe there'd be a single one bundle to rule them all. Mm. That would I think they're hoping for that like too. These, uh, Apple's in yeah. a hard negotiation place because they're they're still seen as the ones who ended the CD fairly or unfairly, and everyone with any sort of uh, digital artistic based IP is just very nervous of Apple in general. Yet, 
that was a good thing for the music industry. The music industry's had yeah. the best year they've had in uh, in more than 10 years last year. Turns out. Turns out that CD wasn't such a money maker. It was great for people who printed and trucked CDs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But but uh, but all but also it bears bears working out that they uh, the music industry essentially made the same deals with everybody. They didn't I, I think they're more afraid of making a favored deal with Apple that they can't match with everybody else. And when you're negotiating with Apple, they are really super tough negotiators. They will find a way to shave one nickel out of a $8,000 uh, per part thing. Uh, but they they definitely they definitely don't want to be the people who have to go to their board saying, yeah, we are real. We realize that Apple is one of the most valuable and uh, and stable tech companies, corporations in the world. But we decided to give them a discount that uh, that cut into our profits. No, 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 that's not going to happen. There was some reason to think Apple was looking at an Apple Prime because they did put a, a provision like that in the deals with magazine and newspaper publishers. So it, it said, quote. Uh, the iPhone maker could bundle the News Plus subscription with other paid digital offerings. So clearly Apple did want to do this. Mm -hmm. But obviously the music industry has some say in this, as you point out. It, it might, you know, it's all about the negotiation. I think it took a long time for, you know, just Apple Music to become a thing because there was a lot of negotiation to be had. And that was after streaming services like Spotify existed. So I think... It might it might happen. You know, we might see a, a bundle like that where it would be TV Plus and News Plus and Apple Music all in in one low price thing. I think it's just a matter of that negotiation. And just like Andy was saying, Apple is going to be a really hard negotiator. And so these companies are going to push back a little until there's there's a final meeting ground because, you know, Apple Music is huge and people are going to join. They're going to jump into a bundled service if they don't, you know, if they're not already paying for things separately, there will be new subscribers. If there's a prime, an Apple prime version out there, there will be people that will say, okay, now it's worth it because I get all this other content for whatever this one low price is. So I will now join. And it's just a matter of convincing the, the music company that, you you want to be on this with us because this is going to be big for you. And now the bad news for Apple segment. Yeah. And and in other court news, Apple uh, was fined a record one point two billion dollars by French antitrust authorities. Sacré bleu. Sacré bleu. <laughs> now we're talking some real money. Actually, one point two billion is a is pretty hefty. Apple says big money, yeah. we strongly disagree with the decision. They're going to appeal. They said Apple and two wholesalers agreed they colluded, in effect, not to compete on price and distribution, thereby sterilizing the wholesale market for Apple products, um, creating a cartel, which would also be illegal in the U.S. They say um, uh, Tech Data and Ingram Micro, Micro, both of whom were also fined, 76.1 million euros and 62. 9 million euros, respectively. Uh, the total penalty, 1.1 and a quarter billion euros, the largest ever handed down in a single case. It's an interesting psychological, because like this was totally bad, but like when you look at it, this is under Steve Jobs, I believe it was 2005. This is a to long time ago, yeah, because they don't work with but these guys anymore. It, it's not that Apple wanted to like 
fixed prices so much as Steve, like I, they want to control everything prices. That we've read in the past. Well, not even control. It's like he just didn't want Apple stuff discounted because he right. thought it was bad for Apple's brand. Right. He just wanted like this is a price. I'm setting the price. Why would you ever want to change the price that I set? Just don't change it. We've known this for a long time. Apple tightly controls yeah. the channel. You can't get a deal. Well, you can kind of now more you now. Can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks, now you can. thanks to this. But for a long time, there was no point in searching for a better deal than the Apple Store because that's the same price everywhere. Unless there were, you know, some, some sort of like, we'll give you a free it was like that once a year card. Yeah, once a year student discount right. or something and you got yeah. a gift card and you yeah. liked it. And you liked it. You took it and you liked it. So the French aren't wrong, in other words. <laughs> no, yeah, but it, are, it does. This, this application of their law, yeah. It, yeah and it's I just that, pointing out this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Laurie. I was just going to mention that I think that headline might not be totally correct because they've been fined a record 1.2 billion, but they're not being they're not having to pay it right now. I'm fairly certain that Apple's been fined a number that high in the past, and it and they've just appealed and Got it's been dropped it. down. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know about that. Well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. But the, the, yeah. the, there is merit to the case, right? I mean, Apple definitely. definitely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the point is that this wasn't something that they're, they're not they're not pinging it for behavior from last year or the year before. We really are talking about a long time ago, uh, an yeah. entire uh, entire regime ago. This is this was the the same time where if you work for Apple and you wanted to work for Google or Facebook, yes. there was just no point because they would they had a they had a handshake agreement at the Another CEO one. level that we will not we yeah. will not uh, poach people from other uh, uh, from other Steve companies. Jobs move that was also innovation he just wanted things the way he wanted trust yeah yeah even steve, if, even steve if what didn't he wanted care what the rules were yeah no he didn't care yes. he just said no this makes sense to me and this is what we're going to do license plates are for little people <laughs> <laughs> if you can afford to get a new mercedes every few months why not <laughs> apple did pay the not i would i consider a bad judgment of 454 million dollars to the patent troll vernet x yeah. So that money's out the door. And uh, now every major manufacturer is being sued for, I think, from Ireland for touchscreen technology. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So uh, I haven't read that, but uh, I mean, I saw the story, but I haven't read the patent. Is that? Do you think there's merit to that? It's it's one of those it's one of those super thin ones where they didn't actually provide a lot of information. It just said that they were being sued for the import of right. of um, technology that infringed on the patent for touchscreens, basically. And it, you know, when I go back to think about the Vermet, the Vermin, I can never pronounce it, Vermetnetx. Uh, it was like I think that was originally based on fax machine technology that they chose to yeah, apply that's just nuts. to FaceTime. Yeah. And I remember an old Steve Gibson episode when he was talking about someone just being granted a patent to display the URL next to the content <laughs> for the URL, thus suddenly yeah. making every web browser <laughs> infringing. It did, uh, like the whole system is well. There's a story. It's not a Mac story, but there's a, there's a story about a patent troll who's trying to uh, freeze COVID nineteen tests. It's a company that is owned by uh, SoftBank. We really ought to know better. Um, they they bought from another sterling company, Theranos, oh, on, a, on a fire sale, some patents. And they have now sued BioFire Diagnostics, one of the few companies making a diagnostic test, saying they infringe the patent. Uh, and... Uh, it would, uh, you know, if the court, they asked the court to issue an injunction, which would block BioFire from using the tests. Uh, there should be some form of eminent domain for patents where, like, if the good of humanity and the nation 
demands that this thing be put into production yeah. and you're just a non-practicing entity, then please sit down. Yeah. Well, this was a, a patent lawsuit against all of BioFire's testing technology, not just the COVID-19. And once Mike Masnick published the story in Tech Dirt, uh, Labrador said, oh, well, we'll give royalty-free licenses for anything for COVID. They didn't want to face that publicity they don't want storm. To that kind of pain. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is gonna this is really uh, pointing out a lot of stresses in a lot of systems, like where where everybody's jumping all over this one guy for and, and the New York Times for price gouging on bottles of hand sanitizers that he's hoarding, and nobody's asking, yeah, but you know what? What about these drug companies that are price gouging on epipens and on insulin yeah, and all these other things that people need? Yeah, yeah. Should we should we now have controls over how much you should charge for life saving drugs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, apparently the next iPhone, the iPhone 12, I guess it's time to start talking about it. Yeah. I mean, here we are. It's already March. It's only six months away. Seven months. Still waiting for that iPhone nine. (laughs) Yeah. And nine plus now too, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. What (laughs) what have you heard? I mean, that makes sense though. They found code in the latest iOS beta that, uh, or I don't know, it was, I think the 14, the iOS 14 internal build, they found referencing a larger screen size for the iPhone Uh, 9 as well. So they uh, figured it's a plus. The A14, which would be included in the iPhone 12, according to Apple Insider, as fast as the iPad Pro, identical in multi-core performance, 50% faster, though, in single-core performance, which I think for most people, that's really what matters, right, is the... Single core performance. Most of the stuff you do isn't multi-threaded. Um, that's because they're seeing stuff on Geekbench. This always happens around this time, where people who have these new processors and maybe even prototype devices are running Geekbench on them, and it goes into the Geekbench database. And so you. Can but I'd be suspicious results. of that at this point because exactly. the people who would have them know how Geekbench works. They're not. They're gonna, not. They're not going to run. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I don't do patent stories, but you guys published it, so I'm going to go with it. A new <laughs> patent shows the iMac with a built-in projector. Really? Yeah, you know, actually, the the fun thing about patents are these sort of like what-ifs. Right. You, you know, m- most of the time, like 90% of the time, we don't see it within any kind of like rememberable thing. But I remember there was a slap bracelet patent once right. a long time ago. Right. I still talk about it because yeah, those things are kind of fun, cool. you know? Yeah. Like yeah. that means that somewhere there was some people sitting at a table in somewhere in Apple and they came up with the idea for a slap bracelet wearable. And right now it's that they've come up with a, an idea for a, a projector patent. You know, like somebody sat down and thought about it and came up with enough of a schematic to actually, you know, submit that to a patent office. So the idea That's is so that the you'd see the screen, but then it would extend out beyond onto your wall. It's not yeah. like a PowerPoint projector. It's just, would it be usable? No, because it wouldn't look as good. It would just give you. Is it ambience? It's ambiance. Yeah. yeah. Or as you say, but the other the, the side benefit of this. I mean, they they discovered early on that if you publish one patent, everyone knows what you're doing. If you publish a thousand patents and one of them is right. what you're doing, you're protected in case you ever want to do the other stuff. But also, it's much harder to figure out the one that you're actually. Well, doing. and I'm mm. I'm gonna call foul because there might be prior art. Microsoft showed an Xbox that did very much the same thing. And extended your game beyond the uh, TV. And we were all very excited. They implied that they were going to sell it, but they never did. So they might they might, yeah, but- they might, might run up against prior art on that one. 
But, but Lori, Lori's exactly exactly right. I what I what I wish that Apple could do. I know they can't, but what I wish they had a, the, the equivalent of being able to release uh, or, or show off concept Max, just like uh, at the auto show they have concept cars, cars that yeah. uh, designers that designers that that are incredibly creative and incredibly forward thinking. But they know that they work for an auto company that cannot make a car that will only sell 500 units or 600 units. But for the auto show, we're going to actually build a car with, where the front seats are in the back. And it uses a motorcycle engine on two different wheels because we have this idea of how that would work and how that would work. Or let's, let's have a turbine engine that we'd have no, no intention of really making. But wouldn't it be interesting to see how that would work out? If the patents are often a chance to see, if the, see uh, an Apple engineer who's just – probably just enjoying a burrito <laughs> during during lunch hour said you know what, what if we put like a Exactly. What if we put a pico pico projector like on the back of an cool, iMac? Like, how would I use that? Yeah, exactly. We I should don't do, think we it's should a burrito he's been uh, consuming. <laughs> Maybe a little. Well, I don't. I, 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 haven't, funny I haven't been to the new campus. I don't know if they have a dispensary on the on the new spaceship like campus. Like that scene yet. from Avengers Endgame where the Hulk just pats down those two tacos and then gives them sympathetically to Ant Man before walking <laughs> off. Uh, I would buy that book though. I would buy a book of yeah. concept art from from Apple. You know, patents that they've put out with and uh, someone who illustrates what that. Would actually look like i would definitely buy that book. oh johnny i the nose i'm speculating here because i don't know how it really works but if if i were a company that could afford to have a building filled with lawyers one of the things <laughs> which i'm sure apple does one of the things do. Uh, yeah i would do is make sure that one of those lawyers was at every pitch meeting every product meeting taking notes and if anything was said that sounded remotely patentable these guys they are do. just sitting around patenting them. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. No, that's that, that's what happens in all industries. Richard Feynman, the physicist, tells a story in his memoir about how he was work he was working at Los Alamos as a sort of as early in his career, and like the the government person in the patent office on site basically put out a memo saying if you have any ideas for how nuclear energy could be used, let us know and we'll patent it. We'll patent it in your name. And he walked into the office just to tell him how ridiculous this idea because that's it's just ridiculous. There's like a thousand things you can do with a nuclear reactor. <laughs> yeah, yes, the those are said, such as okay, okay, nuclear reactor. Actor, you put it inside a sub, cold water comes in the front, hot water comes in the back, boom, it's a jet. Or you put it in the air, blah, blah, blah. And, like, just, and he thinks he's being ridiculous. And then like two weeks later, he gets, he's like, okay, you now have the patents for, for nuclear-powered aircraft, nuclear-powered submarines, nuclear-powered boats. Yeah, why not? Again, you want to patent it. You patent everything that seems like it's a good idea. Or, or excuse me, that it's at least a repeatable or a suable idea. I do feel like maybe the patent system is broken a little bit. Just a little oh, absolutely. Bit. Just a little tiny, yeah. Tiny. The question is, is it broken in your favor or right. the person that you want to hurt's favor? Right, <laughs> right. Uh, let's take a break and get your picks ready. Your picks, my friends, uh, because we are about to uh, get to the final uh, stages of the show and the picks of the week. I do want to thank... Karsten Bonney, our producer, who is working from home. Yay. Uh, we made him. And uh, he, he really <laughs> wanted to come in. I said, no. Uh, actually, I think he lives in a county that is uh, locked down now, so he probably can't oh. come in. A lot of our employees yeah. are in those other counties. But uh, he's it's hard, as you might imagine. He'd very much like to get his two cents in. He begged he begged us to put up a fourth avatar <laughs> at the producer station so he could be visually uh, there. Uh, but he is in the chat room and he is in our show notes and he has could been adding... a microphone and a bow tie? Yeah, we could. We just have put a little, paint a little bow tie on it. Oh, no Karsten cam today. But thank you, Karsten, for doing a, a great job under difficult uh, circumstances. Thanks to everybody 
who's working hard. We really, I feel like what we do here, besides, you know, the day in, day out, uh, informative stuff, the tech news, I think right now it's, uh, I always feel like it's important for us to to provide the companionship and the information and the entertainment you need to get through a tough time. And uh, I've been uh, fortunate enough to work in this business so long. I worked in, you know, after the 1989 earthquake in San Francisco, I rushed home from the World Series game and went right on the air on KNBR in San Francisco and worked uh, long shifts there. And I, I really, it, it brings home how important the media is in times like this. Uh, after 9-11, I was at Tech TV. Uh, we went to, a, you know, all news uh, format. And I remember working with Erica Hill sitting at the desk reporting her, just horrific stories. And Erica, who was from New York City, was especially hard for her but she's such a professional uh we work through it and those times i remember of course our first screensavers back after 9-11 uh, we had a candlelight vigil and uh, those times are resonate for me because it, it really brings home some a lot of times what we do it's just fun it's you know it's kind of disposable but i take seriously our responsibility at times like this so uh, thank you for watching i hope you'll let us continue to keep you company and uh, we will continue to make the shows. And we'll do it in a safe and healthy way uh, because we want everybody to, to be back, you know. Yeah. So you stay healthy, too. Uh, our show actually uh, today sponsored by Health IQ, a life insurance agency for people who are healthy. If you take care of yourself, if you work out, if you eat right, uh, you could qualify for rates that could save you up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. Now, you have to qualify by taking the Life IQ quiz. They use science and data to secure lower life insurance rates for people like you. As an example, you can get a million-dollar insurance policy from $36 a month. And it's based on your fitness level. So the way it starts, they're going to act on your behalf. They're a insurance agency they're going to give you concierge white glove service walk you through the whole process of applying there you're going to get underwritten by one of the top 30 life insurance companies they work with them all but they have savings that are unique exclusive to health iq you can't find anywhere else but to get these rates you have to qualify and it starts on the website healthiq.com slash mac break with a with a fun quiz it's the first scientific way to assess your own health literacy. It's not. It's a knowledge assessment, not a self-assessment. They put together the nation's top medical health and fitness experts to create the quiz. Depending on your score there, as well as other related qualifying factors, and you can, you can provide things like your Apple Watch records, you know, your activity records or your Fitbit records. You can save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. There's no commitment. You'll learn about even... More potential opportunities to be rewarded because you're committed to a healthy lifestyle. Let Health IQ's concierge service guide you toward getting the life insurance you deserve. Start by seeing if you qualify. Go to healthiq.com slash MacBreak. Take their unique proprietary Health IQ quiz today. Healthiq.com slash MacBreak. Once you complete the quiz, if you qualify, the team will walk you through the process so you can get the savings you've earned for your healthy lifestyle. Let, let Health IQ go to bat for you. HealthIQ.com slash MacBreak. Um, it is time for my pick of the week, our pick of the week. But I'm going to start because uh, I got an email. Do you remember the classic bot toys? 
I think some of you had them. You know who had them here in our uh, studio was um, uh, Alex Gumpel. He had a whole set of them. Well, there is a new Classic Bach toy to mark the, what is it, 19th anniversary of the iPod? It was March 14th. Was it 2001? The iPod came out. It's the iBoy. It's a retro toy figure from Classic Bot. And actually, uh, when he emailed me, he said, <laughs> so oh, cute. we're just about to launch this. I see they've already, after you know one day launch, they've, they've passed their goal already. And, of course, they can't call it an IPOD. It's the iBoy. <laughs> and, and I should hasten to say it's non-functioning. This is an action figure. <laughs> You're not going to put your music on this. It's just a little toy you put on your computer. It's got bendable arms, posable arms. It's got <laughs> little ears. Oh, you can even tear the stuff off. It's all magnetic. Alex had a, a great set of these. Uh, the Classic Bots guys do such fun stuff. So if, if you're interested in the iBoy, I don't know. Let me see how much it costs. Philip Lee sent me an email last week. Um, that can't be. Oh, it's Hong Kong 560. I don't know what that is in American <laughs> dollars. But um, I think it's fairly reasonable. They're really fun. And they're not they're not super big. Don't don't think it's not. I don't know if it's the size of an iPod. It looks like it is. There's a CD I think it's a little, it. little, smaller, a little smaller based on the hand that holds yeah, it. I think cute. it's a little cute. bit smaller. It's cute. Anyway, I thought Plus, I'd mention yeah, it. Yeah, look. Plus, oh, my god! If you already have the classic <laughs> Mac, you kind of you kind of want him to have a little friend. Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> a little, it's so cute. I know. I know. Oh. Anyway. So, uh, and I still have a working iPod, so I don't really need it for an iPod, but <laughs> but it is a cute $37 US. That's not bad. It reminds me of of uh, Bemo. Did I get that right? Wow, it's been a while since I've seen that show. The um, character from, uh, oh, now I can't even remember the name of the cartoon. <laughs> Never mind. Never Ignore mind. me. Never mind. <laughs> so the, ba yeah, I'm sorry. I see it on the website now. $37 for the iBoy Kickstarter. Special, there it is. Say hello to oh, iBoy. So cute. It's cute. It's cute. Lori Gill, your pick of the week. Speaking of cute things, yeah, me, <laughs> me. So no. On this Friday, March twentieth, yes. Um, Animal Crossing: New Horizons dun, comes out. Dun, I know dun, I've talked dun, about dun, it. Dun, I'm dun, very excited. Dun, it's a relaxing dun, game, dun, a life dun, simulator dun. where you just fish and collect fruit. But on the same day, Doom Eternal comes out, which is a first-person shooter game where you're just splatter-festing everything. In oh, sight. you can go either way, huh? <laughs> yeah, and the gaming community has joyfully made these wonderful memes showing characters from the um, Animal Crossing world mixed with a character from Doom together and the juxtaposition of the two of them is quite adorable. A lot of it is Doom Guy, which is the, the main bad guy or the Doom Slayer, um, showing Isabel, which is one of the cute, adorable characters in Animal Crossing, how to shoot guns. Or maybe it's Isabel coming into her own and just blasting everything away. It's pretty <laughs> fun and pretty adorable. And if you just want to have a little fun um, we, we have a little oh collection God. on, on yeah. iMore, but you can also just search for um, Animal Crossing Doom crossover and you'll find a lot of adorable uh, illustrations and memes and images and videos and everything. It's, this is it's a video? Cute. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if I like... <laughs> I don't know. What... <laughs> it's so cute. Oh, man. It's cute and oh. weird. Yeah, it is. You will be so playing. I'm that. thinking not. You will not be playing uh, Doom Eternal. You will be playing 
Animal Crossing. I mean, after after seeing all these memes, I, I might, have I might to. actually do it. I you might, might buy them to. both. <laughs> Andy and Ako, pick of the week. Uh, two picks, uh, and they're both free and musical. Uh, Joyce DiDonato and Piotr Bieksa was were supposed to be debuting uh, the Massene Opera Werther at the Met uh, earlier this week. I mean, this is this is part of uh, it, uh, on top of the health uh, risks, on top of the financial hits. There's also on lower down on the list there is the uh, the the heartbreak of all of these productions on all kinds of different uh, stages that they're all set, they're tech rehearsed, they're ready oh, to go. Everybody's just like leaping at the oh. gate to, to to debut and boom, canceled. I was going to see uh, uh, Norma at uh, at the Boston Lyric Opera and that they, they had to cancel like the night before. Again, opening night, they were all this set. This is like in her living room. Yeah, so so basically they decided that in literally in her living room they set up an iPhone and they streamed it live on Facebook and Instagram, uh, just doing like an hour and a half worth oh of excerpts, God. including and these are these are like world class uh, talents. The the fellow at the, at the harp is also like a world class harpist, uh, and so they're singing. They're, they're basically doing like all of their big numbers from Bertha over an hour and a half, and also like sort of kidding around in between because they're just in their living room. Oh, that's amazing. Oh man, so, yeah. that's amazing! I mean, a chance to see these people who you only see in glittering costumes, distantly on the stage with all their makeup on, singing. To see them in real life yeah. is so cool. And can I also say, Joyce Donato is awesome. Like in her social media and on her YouTube channel, just she has such a, a brightness and such a sense of joy and such a sense of optimism and hope that this is going to like if you're in a, in a sort of a sour mood, just watching her just jam. <laughs> To like three, two or two hundred year old music uh, is is going to make you very very happy. Oh, that's really neat. Um, yeah. Now the now the other free thing that's musical. Now I have to I have to caution that uh, I I live alone, so that the fact that uh, that Moog and Korg have made their like music making synthesizer apps for iOS free all week long, I can screw around with this without anybody wanting to kill me. So if you are trapped inside a house, maybe with small kids, and you want to not hear like electronic synth music made by people who have never made synth music before, maybe you want to keep this in your hip pocket. But Korg and Moog have decided to make both of their key apps free, I think, until Friday. So Korg's app is the Chaosolator. This is the one where you just have this pad that makes loops just by tracing your finger uh, along with it. Uh, the uh, the Moog app is a uh, is a uh, mini Moog Model D simulator uh, that works on iOS and uh, excuse me works on the iPhone and the iPad. That's a little bit more musical, so maybe that's a little bit safer. But these are both like kind of expensive apps as iOS apps go. The Chaosolator app goes for like twenty bucks, uh, and and again they're free, free, free all week long. There's there's uh, in app purchases uh, for the Moog app that you can't you don't get for free, but uh, I would definitely remember that after Friday. You still get to keep them for free. You just you only have until Friday to actually buy them for free. Wow! So the, you don't get the modules on the Korg or the Mini Moog, but you get, at least get the base. All right, right, me, and they're and they're fun things really to play with. There, I have both of those apps, and they are really wonderful. Like waiting for a train apps, or you you, you thought you'd be you thought you wanted to listen to <laughs> certain types of music, but yeah. Not only that, it looks good. I mean, it looks just like yeah. You got a, a, a Moog. It's just just, twi just twiddling knobs and switches, and the the Moog the, the Moog uh, D Model D is the is the more fun of the two. <laughs> oh, that's so cool! That's so much fun. <laughs> oh, I'm thrilled! This is great.
Brings back memories from the 70s, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, I was watching a movie from 1972 or 74, a lot of what the nesting I'm doing is watching old movies. I don't want to watch the modern stuff. I'm watching a Sean Connery movie called The Anderson Tapes, which is the very first movie. Uh, Isn't that a great movie? Yeah. One of the yeah. very first movies to talk about how we're constantly being surveilled. But this is in the 70s, so it's like with oh, telephoto it, it, lenses and reel-to-reel -reel tape recorders. Of, of course, you know that I'm going to bring up the conversation. Yeah. It's Francis Ford yes. Coppola. Right? Classic. That, that, Classic. That was the that was the wonder. What what I love about that, it also shows like a, a, a tech show, like a tech conference, which is like I which is like here's what they were like in the seventies. Like yeah. uh, anyway. I gotta I gotta watch that. One but one of the things the they do because it's the seventies and it's they're showing state of the art technology like a camera in an elevator. Uh one of the things they do is whenever they show that, they have a little <laughs> it's really annoying. Yep. But it's but it I think in the seventies they thought oh this is cool, <laughs> but you can tell it's a mug. I mean you can, it's it sounds just like that. <laughs> not, and not, not a lot of people could afford Moog synthesizers. <laughs> Almost none of them were, were Wendy Carlos, however, right. and knew That's how to right. actually use a Moog That's synthesizer. Right. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> marrying, may, may, mentioning before Garrett Morris became a star as the only black guy in Saturday Night Live for years, uh, he was in that movie as a cop and actually has a great like bravura mini role, a little uh, role on there that's really quite good. He's very funny. Uh, I think that leaves but Renee Ritchie for our pick of the week. Mr. Rich? Yes, sir. So mine is, uh, full disclosure, this was made by a friend of mine, but I still think it is magnificent. So Dave Wiskus, who some of us know from his previous yeah. career, where he was a designer and he made the Vesper app with uh, oh, John Gruber yeah. and uh, yeah. Brent Simmons. He's gone into video now, and he, but he only makes like one video a year. And this one is a documentary on all the sunglasses and all the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. <laughs> and he went out wow. and interviewed the companies like Dita and how they design the sunglasses and how they get them in front of people like Robert Downey Jr. And like they always pick a celebrity to use as like the inspiration for the sunglasses, but they never know if the celebrity is actually going to like or use them and how studios are now starting to get sunglass stylists the way they've had clothing stylists and they deal with the stylists now. And they don't know if it's actually going to be in a movie. So they all show up at the, scene, at the movie theater every time anxious to see if some of their work makes it into the final movie. Um, and it's just it's a, basically a journey from concept to design to seeing uh, Robert Downey Jr. or someone like um, Spider-Man wearing them for, for <laughs> either two seconds or the entire movie. And it's, it's just gorgeously shot and color graded and uh, titled and scored and and all those things and especially now when we have a little bit of time on our hands it's like a 30 40 minute long documentary it's it's well worth the watch if you like downey jr or marvel or or sunglasses <laughs> i just love it that you diagram and the the technologies the widespread use of these democratic technologies means that you can have yeah. a beautiful movie on the most niche nerdy I mean, really, sunglasses from Marvel movies. But that's great. And if you're a fan, well, even if you're not, it's fascinating. I mean, who even knew this was a thing? And he shot it with a C200, and it was originally uh, it was originally an original on a streaming service, but their exclusivity uh, passed, and now he's put it up on YouTube for everybody. I think that's great. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah, that's a good plug. Uh, you can find it on YouTube, The Secret of the Edith Glasses by Dave Wiskus. Even uh, dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really, really cool. Um, Even dead, I'm the hero. 
I think oh, that's so he has his own streaming service called Nebula, which is on Curiosity yeah. Stream. So let's give that a plug. That's another good thing to subscribe to uh, uh, during this. Well, basically, period. if you get Curiosity, I forget the details, but if you because and disclosure, they're a sponsor of mine if too. You get but if you Curiosity get Curiosity Stream, you get Nebula. Yes, and Curiosity Stream is sure like four bucks a month or something. It's cheap. Yeah, if they were an advertiser for a long time. Um, I subscribe to uh, Curiosity Stream thanks to Renee's suggestions on his vector videos, and I love it. It's great. Yeah, three dollars a month, twenty dollars a year. It's very affordable. And the cool yeah. thing is um, the Nebula part is educational YouTubers, but you don't have any of the sponsor stuff or YouTube ads oh, or anything. It's nice. just like Thomas Frank and Legal Eagle and all the big oh, nice. uh, Kyrgyzok, CPG, all the big YouTubers in there. So we end the show with news that Sonoma County is now joining the other seven Bay Area counties with a shelter-in-place order. So I'm going to stay here for the next two or three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you brought some food. <laughs> so what does awesome shelter-in-place mean? It means you can only go out for essential activities like grocery shopping. Okay. Um, you can go to work if your job is an essential job. So it really kind of forces employers to let uh, employees work at home. Um, it is the most stringent uh, requirements, short of a curfew, which they're doing in New Jersey, yeah. but is the most stringent requirement yet in place in the United States. And I think New York City is about to follow. I, I suspect... Yeah. You're going to see it all over the United States. The Blasio said within 48 hours yeah. he expects to be doing yeah. that. So you can go out, you can walk, and I see cars going by, and, and and you know you can go grocery shopping. People, you could theoretically be arrested. Uh, it, it was against the law to violate it, uh, but uh, they said the police are going to be generous. Nobody's going to be yep. <laughs> thrown in jail. It would be such a damn shame if we, we have the Chinese experience and the Italian experience to learn from. It would be a damn shame if the United States of America decided to just ignore all those hard, really horrifyingly hard-won lessons and just decided to go about business as usual. It would be horrible if the, our citizens decided to just go about business as usual. Too. Yeah, yeah. And you see it. And so uh, I, I doubt that any uh, civic uh, representative wants to do it. But if you see people just not, and it, it, but tonight's St. Patrick's Day. I mean, today's St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Tonight's the party. If you're going to do it, now's the time to do it. Keep people out of those bars. Can we all just go outside and sing Danny Boy to pre-described? I like that. Time. Get on your balcony, six feet you know, away. You can throw up on a fire hydrant any day of the year. <laughs> why, why not put it up until June or July? You know? Sick burn, Danny Boy. John Legend is apparently still uh, up on Instagram. Oh, I guess it was One Pacific that he started. Okay. He was with Chrissy Teigen, and they're taking live music requests. So Security Now is coming up, and we will do it. But, of course, you could always watch it later on demand if you wanted to go see John and Chrissy uh, singing on Instagram. And I bet you Danny Boy will be one of the songs they'll sing. <laughs> Lori Gill, thank you so much for being here. Lori, of course, is managing editor at imore.com. She's on the Twitter at Appaholic. And uh, she joins us every week. Her band Sick Burn is around. Around they're not playing about. shows. Yeah, they're <laughs> out there. Uh, and uh, so look, you're not doing shows. Are you going to do a live nope. stream from your garage? <laughs> that would be great. You should. Except for... We don't all live in the same house, so then oh. we're still kind of defeating the purpose oh, of can't. not getting together. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Lori. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Same to you, uh, Renee Ritchie. Of course, you're in uh, the land uh, above us, where uh, there is no, no virus can survive. So <laughs> no, it's the heat that stops the virus. Oh not the shoot! Cold. We're learning that. Dang thing. it! Yeah, I, I know. knew there was something wrong with it. Anyway, <laughs> stay safe. Stay healthy. I'more.com. and you're going to keep doing the vector. 
Yeah, absolutely. Are. I did uh, one this morning on the Power Beats, and hopefully there'll be other more interesting nice. stuff to do later in the week. Uh, and I'm just saying, anytime you show some really cool new technology, a little, uh, <laughs> little Moog right in there. Nice. Uh, very hip. Divorce what about the Star Trek instrument? Divorce proceedings happening three days from now. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Anako. Oh, now, are you are you going to do uh, WGBH? Are you going to be going uh, to the library? No. Uh, the library is shut down yeah. uh, for everybody. They, yeah. And uh, GBH already announced that they're not – already told me they're not going to be doing stuff from the library. Um, I have – I'm on on Friday. Okay. I'm trying I'm trying to decide whether I'm going to come into the studio or not. Uh, right now in Boston, there are no uh, – there, there's there's no order that would prevent me from doing so. Also, I'm I, I have a lot to think about. Uh, because I do, I do have lots of resources to make sure that I do so safely, and I don't, I don't influence anybody else's health. However, I do want to proceed with a uh, a preponderance of safety. Yeah. It would not be, it would not be, uh, believe it or not, it would not be terribly easy for me to Skype in because the studios aren't necessarily primarily set up for that. They're used to being able to go wherever they want to go. But I will, I will make the best decision I can. Either way, I'll be on. Uh, looks like I'll be on on Friday, probably Good. at around uh, eleven thirty noon. Yeah. I've been I've been doing I've been doing radio from my house, and they they're pretty understanding, you know. Well, what, what again? But well, we can do whatever we need to do. Like right. I said, I'm just trying to figure out what the best solution is going to be because right. it's it's a hard decision. And it's it's it's, a, it's it's it would be easier if I had people at home that I could be bringing the virus home to. But it's more like, well, I mean, how many? It's, it's easy to talk yourself into a decision that is that you want to make, as opposed to what might uh, uh, might uh, objectively be the best decision. Because I'm I'm telling myself, well, how many how many during the during your commute, how often will you be within three or four feet of anybody? And you're going to be you've got plenty of sanitizer, you've got plenty of this, plenty of that. But again, I'm trying to make sure I'm not going to talk myself into doing something I want to do as opposed to making the right choice. It's hard. Yeah. Well, stay safe, please. Doing my best. Stay safe. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody, for being here. You do the same, okay? Take care of yourself. We need you. We'll be back here every Tuesday. Come rain or come shine or come COVID-19. Uh, we do it about 11 a.m. Pacific. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1900 UTC at twit.tv slash live. You can watch the live stream or listen. The chat room is always there. We love our chat room, irc.twit.tv. We're all keeping each other company in there. In fact, that's a good tip, too. You can always head into the chat room if you're feeling lonely or uh, scared or, or just want a little companionship. The chat room runs 24-7. All you need is a browser, irc.twit.tv. If you want to get on-demand versions of the show, we uh, edit them lightly, take out all the Moog synthesizer, and... Uh, <laughs> if you can't get a hold of a slide whistle while you're while you're staying home with your family all week... Uh, uh, you can you can get on-demand versions at the website, twit.tv slash mbw. We're also on YouTube. Best thing to do... It'd be doing us a solid if you subscribe in your favorite, and you know, subscribe in your podcast catcher on YouTube. That doesn't matter, but do subscribe. That way you'll get the episode the minute it's available. And uh, we will do our best to make sure, you know, if we can do it with safety, and I think we can, to keep bringing you Mac Break Weekly. Come rain, come snow, come dark of COVID, we will be here. Thanks, everybody. Now, get back to work in your home office because break time is over.